and welcome to Space Battles, a transformative real play podcast that reimagines the latest trilogy of a popular space combat franchise. If you're joining us for the first time, stop here and start with the first part of A Shattered Galaxy. Otherwise, recap. Last time we played games, uh, we met a clone who was force sensitive named B13. Uh, yes. And his, his face was all messed up. And mm-hmm. he was a clone of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Yeah. And he wanted he wanted Kiyama to teach him how to use the force and uh, basically told her that she was a famous Jedi who was Luke Skywalker's right hand, which is news to her. Yeah. She's still she's still having a, a moment about that. She's not she's sure doing how she great. feels. I'm real proud of her. Right. Uh, just internal screaming. He yeah. also told us that if we didn't get off the planet within a day, we'd be probably in trouble with the uh, Empire people. Um, and because then, we're right around the corner from Felucia, where yes. Luke went for some unknown reason, and mm-hmm. we have the Empire with that really terrifying Moff Dark Lord Velamin. And we, I don't know if they were doing something over there. And then this, there was something. He described the situation as a standoff. So yeah. there were the Empire, the Trade Federation, and the Hut cartels are all around Felucia as well. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And the bad thing about the timing of all that is that uh, the technicians who were working to repair Palpy's ship were not able to fully repair him and it was we weren't going to be able to leave for two more days yeah so we kind of screwed the power got cut for for some Mm -hmm. odd reason yeah Yeah. for some reason (laughs) yeah Hmm. unknown reason Hmm. it was uh, mysterious (laughs) but we did get a one-day beach vacation out of this we did, and, and we and went also, to a tiki jizz bar last night. We did go to a tiki jizz bar, and also uh, Kiyama definitely uh, was a voyeur on some people who are having some some personal time on a beach. So. Listen, that's one thing she did try and erase from her memory. It didn't work. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and VC twenty uh, got to know Palpy Ship a bit better and had a nice uh, teaching another. I don't know. I don't want to call Palpy Ship a creature, but he is kind of like a creature. But machine-based Palp- sentience. Yes. We're trying to convince him that murder usually requires a majority vote. <laughs> yes. That eating usually means you need a lot of people on board. Yeah. Just like a real democracy. <laughs> mhm. And that the organics are worth keeping around. Right. He's learning uh, fr- about friendship, guys. Yes. <laughs> He's he's doing his best. As his, <laughs> I'm as proud his of him. Player. It's hard to learn new skills, especially how to love. Mark. Yep. yep. Uh, so what you had decided, if I recall correctly, is that um, you were going to try and hide somewhere else on the planet. Yeah. Uh. Uh. B thirteen. B like O B. I'm not going to call him that, but whatever. Um, he mentioned something about like the poles somewhere on like the planet's poles are easier to hide. Yeah. Uh, specific, specifically that he had worked with smugglers coming through there before. Um, so he could show you a hiding place on the planet. Yeah. It might buy, might be able to buy you some more time. 
Yeah, because we just need like another day, day and a half for Eshka to work on the engines. Mm-hmm. It might go a little slower with just Eshka because, you know, that remember that day and a half extra estimate was with a team of three mechanics. Okay, well, we'll help out, Ashka. <laughs> okay. Uh, three trained mechanics. Uh, so let's do this. I'm going to acquire force points for this session. Oh, boy. I'm going to roll an extra die because you have B13 with you. That's right. We have a new friend. Very disappointing result. Only two dark side points. You had a lot last time, so I think it's You've had fair. like four and five for a yeah, while. Yeah, you've had right? like a lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm unsympathetic. And your lives have been commensurately miserable. So. We've had yep. some difficulties. Yes, you have. Tell me about how you're going to get to this polar region. Um, what What is the plan of moving Palpy's ship? Because you are in, you know, this spaceport garage right now. He's your ship. You can drive off with him whenever you feel like it. I, I just don't know if you are going to try and do something first, if you're going to try and be sneaky about it, if you're going to leave in the middle of the night. Like, what, What's your plan? So we went to the Tiki Jizz Bar mm-hmm. and Kiyama had a drink because mm-hmm. it's been a day. Mm-hmm. And we updated Eshka on everything that B13 told us. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't... Are we just assuming that we've gone back to the ship at this point? Yeah, I don't see okay. anything. Yeah. So. All right. So it is worth noting, um, and you know, soon enough you'll get into character and you can just speak normally. But B13 specific words were anybody who knows anything about the Jedi, um, which, as you know, the denizens of the galaxy who have memories and aren't necessarily connected to the Jedi can tell you they are fairly secretive, which is to say, as a slight point of comfort, it's not clear how well known or famous Kiyama is, just like in general, to the public at large i guess you yeah might say. i mean no that's that's comforting and yet at the same time it's still a little bit like <laughs> she doesn't know that <laughs> right she doesn't, have she that doesn't context know <laughs> kiyama's just gonna be pacing around the cabin of palpy ship just like, kind of like a caged cat she's just a little on edge right now sure the drink helped but it's not she's antsy some hell sometimes that makes it worse yeah, uh, Senator. I mean, you're kind of the de facto leader. What do you suggest doing with Palpy Ship? Yeah, it does seem like hiding is the way to go. Okay. Um, Mia is basically adamant that we can't take to the stars until the hyperdrive is fixed. Um, I'm sort of imagining her pacing back and forth and being like, "Listen, all of the p- troubles that my dad ever had happened because the hyperdrive wasn't fixed yet. So we're not." doing that listen (laughs) listen listen the hyperdrive is an easy fix yes but it's not fixed yet we need to Uh, fix it first eshka can you give me a deception check please (laughs) i mean i okay but like i know why they couldn't fix it sure so and eshka is a mechanic she does technically maybe know how to do it she just like yeah okay so that's successful eshka in reality the hyperdrive is easily the most difficult part of the ship to fix (laughs) uh the rest of you the hyperdrive should be no problem here's my question though so if mia was raised around ships a lot and also Mm -hmm. presumably watching her dad and chewy just like tinker with the millennium falcon like Mm -hmm. she also has some familiarity theoretically with the hyperdrive right like with hyper hyperdrives what's my what What's your mechanic skill? 
Uh, probably not high enough. It's zero. Yeah, you <laughs> don't I roll it. You, you don't drive them. You just fly them. Okay, fine. Yeah, I'm baby. Yeah, you're the driver. You're not. You're not the person who changes the tires or yeah, does also, anything. <laughs> if if you learned from your dad, I'm. I, I would like to just point out that like, <laughs> there's not a whole bunch of textual evidence to suggest that Han is a particularly good mechanic. This is very like, real. Usually, it's R two. He's he's the one who's like yelling at Chewie to get it done faster. You're right. Like if you anything, made. If anything, context shows that he's not a good mechanic. Um, before we go hide in the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, since Eshka is going to be repairing the ship pretty much by her lonesome, is there anything that we can acquire that would help her do that? Yeah, are there like parts that are needed, or is it all system stuff? Um, you're gonna have to replace the uh, portions of the hyperdrive. Um, okay. Their availability is equivalent to like fuses, I would say. Um, okay. Get getting new wiring. Um, it is, it is fairly trivial, but you are going to have to get them. Um, so leaving, leaving in the middle of the night would create obstacles, uh, as you would have to scavenge parts essentially from other portions of Palpy ship. Shoot. So could we go to Radio Shack before we hide? Mm -hmm. You can wait till the morning, right? Yeah. Which means at some point you're going to need to tell the mechanics to buzz off. So who wants to go to Radio Shack and who wants to tell the staff to go away? I mean, um, I know what I need, so I'll go to Radio Shack. Okay. Mia and, will go to Radio Shack too. Okay. And as the ostensible face character, I should probably be the one to tell the mechanics to buzz off. Alrighty. Then either Eshka or Mia, can you give me a negotiation role, please? Uh, which of us is better at that? Are you any good at that, Kiyama? I'm not there. Oh, sorry, Mia. Sorry. Sorry. Um, (laughs) I did the thing. We're we're now three for five on (laughs) including one of the PCs of those characters. So, Um, I mean, we just established that I have like zero mechanics. So, no negotiation. um, Negotiation. Wow, I'm doing great. It's okay. (laughs) I also have zero negotiation. Okay. I mean, me too. I'm happy I feel to like try rolling for it, but my was, luck's been pretty shitty. I'll try. Let's see. Okay. Is it ready to go, Brian? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, one power. Yes. Okay. Very nicely done. Uh, oh, so the two, the two of you are able to go to Space Radio Shack. Um, you're able to go to Spadio Shack. Spadio Shack. Spadio Shack. Spadio Spack. And uh, acquire your wires and fuses and space wrenches with no problem. Cool. Uh, VC-20 and Kiyama, um, in the morning, the three men, they're all humans. Um, all three of them are men. They are very generic-looking uh, central casting fellows, uh, are heading into the bay in which Palpy Ship is resting. Uh, you can hear them like kind of talking and laughing. Uh, one of them is enjoying a death stick. Uh, as he puts it out, one of the other two is like knocks on the ramp basically uh looking to come aboard hey senator i think it's you're you're up one of the mechanics came up the ramp uh the ramp's not lowered i kind of presumed you guys were keeping palpy ship closed up uh if he's open then yeah he's just gonna be heading up the ramp no i think kiyama would have wanted it closed she's a little sure so she's just telling the 
just telling VC20, like, hey, they're here. You, you'll, you'll handle this better than I will. Hello. Uh, good morning, mechanical man. Um, is your he? He doesn't seem to realize that you are the owner of this vessel, VC20. Uh, he's kind of looking around and past you. Says, uh, "Are you qualified to speak for the owner of this ship, or uh, is she around?" I'm qualified to speak for the owner of this ship. Ah, uh, okay. Then we're ready to get going. If you guys are ready to have us on, I'm afraid that there has been a change of plans. He looks kind of confused. He says, "What do you What do you mean?" This ship will be transferred to a different garage today. He narrows his eyes. He says, "I knew it." Where, do you, where are you going? Mickey's? That son of a bitch can't hold a candle to the kind of work we do here. Listen, if it's about the price, we can talk adjusting it. Um, so just for clarification, have they started yet? No, uh, this guy's... He, they, they're they all... Um, they have, like, tools in their coveralls and, like, uh, tool boxes that they're carrying. And they are ready to come on board and start doing work. They did work yesterday, but... They are, have not yet started for today. We are satisfied with the price and quality of your work, and we thank you for it. Um, but we have been reminded that we have a contract with another vendor. Kim's <laughs> <laughs> uh, just going to like kind of like snort behind her hand. She's like out of view, but she's just going to go... <clears throat> uh, that is, uh, that's a very good uh, excuse. And... Uh, give me, give me a deception, DC twenty. I'm so good at that. Aren't you good at just all the charismas? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, so with just an advantage, he his his already narrow eyes get they're they're, they're slitted at this point. He goes, "All right." Kind of looks behind you. You know, clearly still looking for someone. You know, organic to talk to, and in a huff, he. Uh, storms down the ramp. He says, all right. And he like shouts. He goes, come on, boys. And uh, kind of gestures with his arm. The other two, not having heard this conversation, aren't really sure what's going on, but they shrug. And within a few moments, the yard is cleared. And about a minute later, VC-20, the docking clamps are loosed, uh, not particularly carefully. And Palpy's ship kind of rocks uh, from side to side. On his on on his landing gear, um, but you have uh, handled the mechanics in the garage, and the parts have arrived. Uh, so B thirteen is able and willing to set you guys up with a spot at the pole. Uh, the next thing I'm going to need is for Mia to give me a piloting check. Finally, it will be a piloting planetary check. Essence. Oh man, I'm excited. I haven't used that one yet, and I have a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Hot damn. Woo! Now oh. we're cooking with gas. Uh, uh, Force success is quite a bit of threat, though. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say that uh, at several points, Palpy Ship's surface becomes pretty warm from the frictional effects of the atmosphere, uh, which is never a problem that they deal with in the original franchise. Um, why deal with problems? Yeah, why, why, de- why, why deal with problems? Why deal are... with problems? That might uh, be the title of the episode. <laughs> why deal with problems? Uh, but you're able to get there. Um, it's, it's, it's sort of a Mia classic. Uh, you guys mm-hmm. get there uh, quickly and efficiently, but with 
it is a very stressful voyage. Um, mm -hmm. Instead of uh, charging Mia four strain, I think that I'm going to charge each of you one strain. Oh, so I'm doing great. I'm just having a great old time. Yeah, you are. You are purely just vibing. I'm vibing. But we all get strain. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely wearing like Ray-Bans as I fly. <laughs> just like got some real good sunglasses on. One hand on the <laughs> steering wheel. If I smoked, there'd be a cigarette, but I don't smoke. You know, that kind of thing. It's a lot of, it's a little bumpy. Mm -hmm. It is extremely bumpy. Uh, but at long last, you arrive in the uh, North Polar region. And you set... Uh, Palpy ship down at uh, at B13's request on this uh, dilapidated, uh, what looks like kind of some sort of scientific outpost of some variety. He says it's unusable. You can see that there are big cracks in the walls, um, in that there's no real safe interior anymore. Um, but he says that it's useful as a landing pad because it's more difficult to track ships that land there. Some kind of leftover equipment is what he chalks it up to. Uh, but nevertheless, you are here. The wind howls. It's perpetually snowflakey. Uh, the the structure itself is tall, probably about 20 meters from the portion the Palpy ship is sitting on down to the snow below. And as well, uh, there is a set of stairs right here uh, down to a lower platform here uh, that eventually integrates into this incline uh, below. So the floor below inclines upwards and the structure itself has several uh, procedurally descending levels until over at this point, the ground and the tops of the building have essentially intersected. Uh, B-13 says it's, uh, it's no good going in there, really. Not much to find and not much shelter. We should probably just stay in the ship as much as we can. Noted. And... Okay. Yama's going to uh, bundle up as best she can, and she wants to just kind of walk the perimeter just to make sure she's going sure. out. I think that Mia's going to offer to help Ashka, um, okay. because she even if she doesn't have good mechanic skills, she thinks she has good mechanic skills. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you're great at handing people wrenches. I'm really good at handing people wrenches. Uh, VC20, is there anything that you want to accomplish while the organics are doing their different tasks? Um, I assume I've already done my senatorial paperwork. Mm -hmm. um, I admit that I'm not really jazzed about talking to Palpy Ship more. <laughs> I guess I'll chat with uh, our friend B13. Okay. I like that. So we'll handle that in the um, the order that they have been declared. Uh, Kiyama, can you give me a vigilance test, please? Absolutely. One second. All right, ready? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Three successes. Uh, so you're able to take in the surrounding terrain. It is extremely bleak out here. Um, there is very, very little for miles around that you can see. Visibility is extremely poor, again, because it's it's just snowing pretty much relentlessly. You spend about a half hour outside and it does not let up once. Uh, you believe in this part of the world, like it's supposed to be about noon. The lack of sunlight is remarkable. It's all gray above and all white below and difficult to see far. Uh, what you do notice, though, is that the building is roughly as B13 has described. Um, you see several cracks in different walls and in one place in the ceiling. Uh, but 
very little inside that you can notice. Um, very little in the way of, like if you're thinking in strategic terms of cover, uh, except on this in, in intermediate balcony right here, uh, there is a about a meter and a half high uh, guardrail isn't exactly appropriate. It's almost like a high berm made out of concrete. Okay. At one point, you do come across uh, some kind of identifying symbol. You see it on this lower wall of the of the intermediate balcony. When you're doing a perimeter sweep around here, you look back and see that it's actually quite visible underneath the snow and sleet. Um, please give me an education roll to identify Ooh. it. Oh boy! Sorry, guys. Oh wow! Impressively okay. done. Uh, so even with your obstacle of your lack of memory, I mean, maybe your memory is coming back. This might be another drip or drab that you receive, but you realize that um, that's the symbol of the old empire. Um, it looks as though this was some kind of imperial scientific outpost. Okay. And in the force, is there any particular... I'm not getting any danger senses? Uh, no, not really. It seems as though you guys legitimately are the only creatures for a long way around you don't okay. even detect anything smaller any and like any animal life signs okay that's interesting all right um she'll you know kind of mutter to herself about can't i wish we were back at the beach and <laughs> go back into the ship uh so here's how i'm gonna kind of run this challenge with mia and eshka um, I'm going to have Mia make a mechanics check against a lower difficulty to assist Eshka. And then I'm going to have Eshka make a mechanics check with bonuses based on how well the assisting role goes. Okay. Each, each role is going to represent six hours of work. And so between that and sleeping and things like that, you have a target number of n total net successes that I'm looking for you to accrue and thereby finish the repairs on Palpy ship. So your speed is going to be basically completely dependent on how well you are assisted and how well you roll on these mechanics checks. Okay. Okay. Let's see if Mia has better luck today than she's okay. had historically. <laughs> I believe I, in her. So I Mia, don't, but that's fine. <laughs> so Mia, please give me your mechanic check first. All right. To see how well of a helper, how good of a helper you are. Not terrible. No, not terrible. Um, you are somehow annoying to Eshka though, or Maybe Eshka is not used to working well with others. Um, because of those threats you've rolled, I'm going to charge Eshka one strain. Yeah, I think it's it's not personal. Eshka is just, she's used to working on... She likes, she likes p machines better than people. Yeah, yeah. She's already said this to Mia's face. Mia's <laughs> wrong. Uh, and is probably failing. Why can't you... Why don't you just turn off? Or yeah. I forget exactly what <laughs> Eshka said when she was being held upside down by Buka. But mm -hmm. uh, Okay, so Eshka, you're going to get uh, one extra die of assistance from that success. Please make me a mechanics test now. Okay. Ooh, look at that. Right. Uh, so not a great start. 
Um, you have only gotten one success. I mean, that's not a bad start. You've made some progress, but it's not necessarily the... It, it feels like you're making slow progress, even if it is progress. Yeah. Um, Remind me what the, like, phoenixy ones mean. So those are advantage. They are the opposite of strain. Um, ah, so I see. That, in that case, what that means is that both of you are going to regain one strain. Um, Mia, you feel like you're helping a lot. And Eshka, despite your sort of frustrations with Mia, it, it feels real good to be back and doing what you do best. Yeah. Um, while that is going on, VC20, you are talking to B13, who has a similarly structured name as you, but is made out of meat. Uh, what are you talking to him about? I'm trying to think of a tactful way of asking him why he's Obi-Wan. <laughs> um, Did you grow up around here? He looks at you sort of strangely and says, uh, no, no, I didn't. Why do you ask? Has B12 never had small talk? <laughs> B13? Sorry, B13. <laughs> has Eshka Vitamin B12. <laughs> has Eshka never been introduced to someone? <laughs> what up? Technically, she hasn't wasn't introduced to us. She just yeah. kind of ended up on our ship by accident. <laughs> <laughs> Which is one of the And we're very grateful. One of my favorite fa- one of my favorite facts about Eshka. I know. She was just playing, <laughs> she was just preoccupied. Playing bejeweled for four hours. Oh, wait, this thing flies? Man, it's so hard to ask someone why they're a clone. Why were you born? <laughs> what are you? Yeah, um, there aren't a lot of Force sensitives running around these days, right? No. We do not often encounter people with Force sensitivity. Yeah, neither do I. He's not playing coy exactly, but he is kind of wondering where you're going with this. You can tell that much, VC20. After you, after a moment or two of silence, uh, before you, before you, VC20 even has the chance to respond, really, he says, I, I guess you might say that uh, I, I know what you're thinking. I, I don't have any dark side powers. At least, not that I really realize. Mostly they, as far as I can tell, gave us the, gave us the training or the gift or they made us out of somebody who was force sensitive, I think is what it, what it is. But um, it's mostly to detect when other people are around. I'm real good at that. And, you know, sometimes do the, the mind tricks. Not that that would work on you, Senator. Um, hmm. He said he knew that he was made out of some light side user. It, just some force user. It, it, he didn't seem to know who. But he, he clearly does know that he's a clone. That's good. Yeah. That would also be a really awkward talk to have. Kind of yeah. like you're adopted, but so <laughs> yeah. much worse. Um, you are, in fact, bottled after a great light side hero. Oh. Um, weird. I guess that's good to know. Some of my uh, brothers, I guess you might say, weren't so heroic. I mean, hell, neither am I, really. I guess it could be, though. You've certainly been a great help to us. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm glad. I, uh, I, there's a lot of us out there, like I was telling the girl. A lot of, a lot of us out there who have left the Trade Federation. I don't think they've been too happy with how their clone experiments have been going. A lot of us have, uh, quit, myself included. Some of them went a little, um, I don't know, a little crazy. Somewhat understandable, given the circumstances. I mean, some of them blame the Republic for 
not doing enough. Some of them blame the Trade Federation for making them at all. Some of them blame everybody for everything. Um, it's weird. I how we all turned out different, even though we started the same. Are there any more of you that would like us to help when we are able to? I don't know. I think it would be too much of a risk. I can't imagine we have a whole bunch of whole bunch of time to go running around. Understood. He just kind of nods. He looks preoccupied. VC twenty. Something is very much on his mind. Although what what exactly he doesn't seem forthcoming or you know excited to say. Uh, eventually he uh, stands. He says, "I'm uh, I'm gonna go uh, talk to that blue lady if you don't mind." Oh, no problem. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Yeah, you too. Are he looks a little uh, hesitant. He says, "A droid senator's common." I am the only one. Oh. Maybe they ought to make more. Uh, Kiyama, as you are headed in for, from your walk outside, uh, you see uh, B-13 uh, coming out of the ship. He is not wearing a coat. Uh, you see him shivering slightly, and his his breath is coming out of his mouth and nose in big clouds of steam. And he waves as he sees you approaching. Okay, I'll walk up. He says, uh, "Have you um, have you thought of any more about um, about training me?" I mean, I I told you I'd I would teach you what I could. I don't have much to be able to, to teach right now. And she kind of looks away a little bit, just unsure how she feels of what she should know. Apparently, um. But obviously doesn't, and um, this is also not the place to to teach right now, at least. So um, there's there's some space on the ship that we can find. There's not a lot, but we can we can start with some some exercises there. Um, okay. Um, he looks a little thrown. He says, "I, uh, you know, when we were training, we would." Um, it always made it kind of tough on purpose. I didn't, um, I didn't know if you wanted to stay out here. And Kiyama kind of looks around at this, quite frankly, blizzard. Just, just like, no, not particularly, not really. I don't. Uh, he looks a little, um, almost looks a little disappointed. He says, uh, oh, "Okay, yeah, yeah, um, back on the ship," and he yeah. starts scuttling in that direction. Oh, um. Once we're back on, she'll kind of debund. Like she doesn't have a lot of winter clothes, but she'll kind of like, you know, take off her coat and head into the meditation room. Okay. With him, and she just kind of calls out to the rest of the ship. Jedi lesson: If anybody wants to join, <laughs> probably won't be a good one <laughs> for beginners only. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> Jedi 101. Like self-taught lesson by a self, someone who has no idea what they're doing. Is anybody else joining Jedi lesson time or... Um, got a ship to fix. Yeah, you've got a ship to fix. <laughs> Mia's uh, me- traumatized by the ask. Yeah. <laughs> I'll follow. Okay. Yes! Uh, so VC20, so, so a robot and a shitty clone of Obi-Wan Kenobi are taking Jedi lessons from a blue lady who doesn't know how to be a Jedi. Yep. Great. Just a bunch of misfits in here. We this this is this is 
S tier content, kids. This is just I mean the primo shit. Yes. I will say she did say that intentionally sarcastically. Like this is she's fully aware this is <laughs> not how one would expect. So when once she they're in, she's going to, you know, kind of shuffle around and she's gonna turn to B thirteen and Say, I don't know what you've learned, and I don't particularly care. Okay. Mostly because I don't know what I've learned, and I'm only going to be able to teach you what I know. Um, which, unfortunately, is not much right now, which I have been explicit about since the moment you asked. Yeah. However, um, before we begin, I do have a question and then she looks at him as, how do you know so much about me? He looks shifty for a second. And he says, um, well, I sort of made it my business to, after I got out, I wanted to figure out who could teach me. They never told us anything about it, you know, just what would make them money, what would let them keep their money. So I wanted a real Jedi. and. So I did as much digging as I could about the Jedis who were out there. And your name got said a lot. And some guy named Ronus. And everybody knows Luke Skywalker. And, um, I mean, you were the first one who showed up. She nods. And the GM question, Ronus, does that name... Yes, it does. Um... Like, I feel like I know it. Is that Mia's brother? Um, are you asking me as a meta question? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but I do know who it is. Okay, so that name is familiar, at least. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is somebody you can trust. That is a name with a good feeling. Okay. All right. Um, She just sort of nods and just sort of, like, steps away. And thank you. Um, I appreciate it. Um, all right. Well, let's start lessons in uh, not dying quickly because things either want to kill you, which is common in a galaxy anyways, but things want to kill you more when you're a force user for some reason. I'm still trying to figure that one out right now. I'm sure there's a reason that I knew two months ago that I can't remember. So no, I've, to, I've noticed that too. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's something. I, and she kind of looks to VC twenty and is like, "I'm, I, I'm glad you don't have to deal with this senator. It's annoying." <laughs> you know, just the guy that's hunted right now. I know. Just, 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 um, just a political man who's on the run. <laughs> um, but she kind of has them sit down and turns to. B13 and says, I know this is going to probably feel rudimentary if you've had any sort of training before. It is supposed to, because if you can master this, um, then you will always have a step ahead of everyone else, which is probably how you've stayed alive this far. And she's basically just going to lead them through a, what will probably feel like to B13 since he had said to VC20 that he is 
good at sensing people and different things, but it's just going to kind of lead them in a like a force mindfulness exercise. Sure. Just as like almost a letting the force overtake them kind of moment of just a like and like again very basic right um letting the force flow through you kind of thing yeah okay super basic so what i'm gonna ask is uh that you spend a light side point because you are doing force things okay and that you make a lower roll and then I just roll straight lore, mm-hmm. or do I add it? I don't have to add anything. Okay. Uh, so it's pretty successful. Um, he does already kind of know it, but he doesn't know necessarily the Jedi practices around it. Uh, so you guys spend uh, several hours going through this and practicing, um, talking about your feelings, weirdly, um, and talking about the things that you noticed. Um, you know, it's, I mean, it's a good, you feel good afterwards, Kiyama, um, although you're not necessarily positive that you were able to help him a whole bunch. You're not, like, as you've kind of felt in yourself before, you're not necessarily the world's greatest teacher. No, I'm really not. Like, again, it's like, I will teach you the survival skill. I'm the Ron Swanson of teachers, probably. Like, I will <laughs> teach you what you need to live. But it's going to be with like a knife and a can of beans. Right. Like you're not getting the soft stuff. You're not. Me. You're not necessarily flourishing. B thirteen. All right. So no. at, at this point, um, I would like uh, Eshka and Mia to do um their checks again. Uh, so Mia first to see how much she's going to help, and then yes. Eshka after that. Mechanics roll. Oh wow. Boom. I'm learning. Very, Doing very a great nice job. Hidden. Huge benefit this time. This is there like the go. only time I've ever rolled well in my life. <laughs> yeah, ever. In any ever. It's important though. It's so important. It is. I'm a girl of many talents. Alright. Eshka is going to roll. Oh, Ooh. Nice look at you guys go. Um, so that takes up all of the first day right there. Um, those three successes bring you to a pretty natural um, natural conclusion, I guess uh, I guess you would say. Uh, it is close to midnight at that point. You guys have been working for 12 hours straight. You're covered in space grease, spreece, uh, <laughs> and similar... And just ready to call it a day. Uh, Eshka, you've made good progress. Um, I am going to award you back one more of your strain. Uh, so you, at the hey. end of the day, you've, you finally feel completely calm from uh, Mia's wild ride earlier on. Um, so that is four successes total that you guys have earned. Um, Yay. The engines are mostly fixed at this point, is what I will say. Peace. Just that pesky hyperdrive. Mm-hmm. And a few other things. Um, Eshka, can you... Uh, I'm going to give you a bonus on this roll because you've been you know, working with the machines all day, but also Mia has given you a hand. Can you give me a... Um, can you please give me a perception, Eshka? Yes. Two failures. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful. Mm. You love to see it. 
You, Wonderful for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a grand old day of fixing engines. Uh, you reach okay. the end of the day and you are tired, but you are, you know, strictly vibing. <laughs> like Eshka I have, does. I have player dread. <laughs> but <laughs> Eshka is just vibing. <laughs> so I want to try something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And what I'm going to try is I would like to break you guys out a little bit. Mm. Ooh. Um, so what that is going to look like is since we're all on discord you guys can just go down to the bottom left and you'll see some headphones there will be a deafen function um, I will mm-hmm. sort of call you in uh, by turns um, I would actually like Mia first okay. Ooh, okay. Everybody, everybody, I'm nervous everybody can be deafened except for seals that'd be great okay okay bye guys bye so after a long day of helping eshka work on ship you finally get to sleep and you, I'm going to make a character decision for you, if that's okay. okay. Um, which is that um, Mia doesn't dream super often. It doesn't remember him super often. Um, at least she feels not in comparison to, you know, her Force-sensitive brothers who, mm-hmm. you know, are sort of blessed by the Force to, you know, sometimes they'll dream of things to come or things mm-hmm. that are currently happening. Uh, but tonight you dream mm. and you see a broad green plane is what it looks like at first and then you realize it's not a plane at all it's not moving directly like grass might it is actually the top of a tremendous horizon encompassing canopy of trees and you start moving you realize that uh, you are moving unusually it feels strange um, like it's not your body uh, but you move through the canopy and down uh, and you realize you're a bird which is a very sort of exciting revelation and in the depths of the canopy you can see a light shining up ahead and at the same time there is a voice behind you you can't recognize the voice per se uh, but you know it is a familiar one okay uh as the bird in the dream where do you go um towards the voice okay uh so you leave the light behind you, uh, you can see a long shadow of a flapping shape cast beneath you, presumably your own shadow, and you move into the darkness towards the voice. Uh, it doesn't get more distinct, uh, but it does get louder, uh, as loud as a whisper now, whereas before it was just a incomprehensible murmuring. Mm-hmm. You fly into darkness, and... The only words that you can recognize at the end of the dream are, where are you? And then you wake up. Okay. 
Um, in in my woken state, do I recognize the voice with any greater clarity? Like, is it something that like, or even like have hints of it? Like, do I know that it's a man's voice or a woman's voice or like anything about it? Sure. Um, let's say this. Um, make make me a perception test. I have the difficulty set up. Okay. It's ready. Mm-hmm. Here we go, kids. Uh, so with two successes, um, you kind of recognize the voice. Um, it is a man's voice, and it is somebody that you're related to. You can't okay. quite place it. It could be your dad. It could be one of your brothers. It might even be your Uncle Luke. Yeah. Um, okay. But that is, that's all you've really been able to ascertain. Okay. I think she's going to get a little choked up by that um, because... She isn't usually, she's sort of the last member of her family always, the least important. So like the idea that they're out looking for her is, even if it's just a dream, it's a good dream, you know? Yeah. There's there's somebody out there who loves and cares for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with that, get out of my house. Okay. Hello, I am here. Hello, how are you doing? You know. <laughs> uh, so I think, and tell me if you agree with this, um, that you probably dream a fair deal um, as a, you know, magic space monk. Yeah, I'd say yes. She would definitely dream. They've been weird lately. Mm-hmm. Like, just because you don't have, mem- like, you don't know what you're dreaming right. if they're real or not and they, or in context for any abstract thought, you know? Right. So, and I mean, lately too, they're probably just, you know, regurgitations of the day in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but this dream is something new. Um, you have the realization as you kind of sink into it, that it is, um, Actually, you know what? Um, I'd like it if you gave me a lore roll before I tell you what you realize. Let's see. I was not a book learning Jedi. <laughs> no, you weren't. <laughs> no, uh, so with uh, so with no lore successes, I'm going to say that you don't know exactly why this... Sen- there, there's a particular sensation layered on top of that of being in a dream. One, you realize on some level that you are dreaming, uh, but there's something else to it. Uh, you don't have the words for it, but you know that this has happened before some time that you can't remember exactly. But you are walking through a bright green forest, a jungle, really. There is a man next to you. Um, you can't see his face. He has like long brown hair. Um, it's covering his face, obscuring it from you currently. Um, the two of you are walking together, and for the first time in you know, however many weeks, this is a... You feel like you're in the right... You, you More specifically, you feel right that you are near to this person, if that makes sense. Like, where this person is is the right place for you to be. Okay. And it's just sort of peaceful for a while. The two of you walk... And eventually he stops 
Um, and it's sort of that dream knowledge, like when you look at someone and they have a different face, but you know it's, you know, someone, a particular person. In that similar dream knowledge way, you don't even have to look at him to know that he's stopped. You stop unconsciously as well. And you look back at him and his face is like a shining white light. There's no features that you can see, but you can hear his voice. And he says, Kiyama, where are you? I'm right here. No, you're not. You should be here, but you're not. Where are you? I'm... And she just looks around. You can see overhead that there are, um, you know, like like a huge towering canopy of trees. And strangely, behind you, there is like a deep darkness. You realize suddenly overhead, like a you can see monkeys playing in the in the branches and like a bird flies past you over the two of you and into the darkness. I'm right here. I don't, you're fooling around. Stop it. He takes a step closer and he says, no, I'm showing you where you need to be, but you're not here. Remember, you're not here. And as he takes another step closer, the light dims and you can almost see his features, but not quite. And then you wake up. Okay. (laughs) All right. And when I wake up, do I know who it is or do I remember who it is? Uh, That's a great question. Um, Give me... Give me a perception. There we go. Um, You don't know who this person is, like in terms of like their name, I guess, or, um, you know, how you know them. Um... This person was, this person was your lover. Um, You, at some point, like you wake realizing, like at some point you had like a partner, like a person that mattered to you, Um, you know, which is all maybe shocking because, you know, you, as a Jedi, some part of you thinks that maybe you shouldn't have attachments, but some part of you wonders if the Jedi temple was actually that stringent. Okay. Yeah, she has no... Like, there's moments of what I have heard from other people, like legends that I have heard in the last month, month and a half. Right. And then, like, wait, what I think I know? And then also just like, oh, shit. <laughs> right. Um, okay. But, I mean, I don't know. How how does this make her feel? Like, you... Uh, she is very... Like, she just, I think, sits up in bed in a cold sweat almost and I think she gets up and goes and stands outside for Mm -hmm. a few minutes just to like feel something because it's like that start shaking feeling nervous energy like I gotta get out I gotta get out Okay. kind of Uh, so if you are gonna stand and uh, get up out of bed uh, there's a chance that you're going to run into other people. Um, so I am going to. She doesn't know that right now. <laughs> right, 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 right. No, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that yeah. like you, you guys are going to be running around with like Victorian nightcaps and candles, <laughs> like, like it's a, like it's a live action game of Clue. Um, so I'm going to stop you there and okay. put you back on deafened. Okay. 
hello. So what does VC20 do when the organics go to sleep? Um, I think usually he will try to catch up on any news or senatorial business that he needs to take care of. Okay. Um, and if there isn't any of that, and he's feeling especially Quixotic that evening, I think mm-hmm. he might still lay in a bed. Okay. And just imagine sleep. That is interesting. Um, so I, I guess one sort of character question that I've had as you have developed VC20 um, and like some of the small actions you have taken is that does he wish that he was organic? Like, does he resent his droidly condition? He does not resent being a droid, um, mm-hmm. but he thinks that he can be more helpful if he actually understands what other beings are experiencing got it so like you you're he lays in the bed almost as like a to try and empathize with the need of like needing to sleep or being tired exactly got it like he doesn't think he's organic um and he doesn't want to be organic but he does want to understand what it is like to be organic got it um so with little senatorial business and not much access to news or the like i i think that um we will see vc20 lying in a bed um there is a sort of droning tone uh that you realize is palpy ship's attempt at a chirp or a chime and then he says droid vc20 I will say thank you. And then uh, I, I guess I would go to the bridge to get this message, probably. Yeah, on the on the control panel, there's like a green light that is lit up. Do I press the button to hear the message? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so pressing it, uh, you, you see uh, a hologram of Arful, and he says... Um, which would uh, translate to, we have reached Bespin, all scientists are safe. However, we are being detained to the landing pad. Unclear why. Unclear why. That's not good. Um, unfortunately, I can't really send a message back easily. Like not. In or, a I mean, timely... not one that would get immediately. Yeah, like not in a timely fashion. Um, but this seems to be just what he has gotten since you, um, you know, sent the message previously. Um, at that point, um, can VC20 make me a perception check, please? You can try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are unfortunately not going to notice anything with that perception. Um, before you have a chance to um, respond to Arful, really, though, you hear uh, the sounds of footsteps from behind you, um, which is where your uh, line is going to intersect with other folks. Okay. Um, so I'm going to have you redeafen, and I'm going to catch Rebecca up, and then we'll all be back together. Hurrah. Hurrah. Hola. Hello. As Eshka <clears throat> is sleeping... Um, she has a dream. I don't, oh, no. 
I don't really know how Bothans dream. Um, probably similar to how cats dream, and I don't know how cats dream either. So we're going to imagine that it's somewhat close to how people dream. Works. And you dream that you are back at the track, um, specifically the pod racing track, uh, specifically the pod racing track where you first fell afoul of Shingo the Hut. You are sitting, this time for some reason, trackside. Um, you were not even close to the race when it actually happened. But you see the pod that you sabotaged sputter at the starting line. And you see the rest of the racers zoom away. And you feel the sick sensation in your stomach as you realize that with the track this narrow, since it's inside, they're going to come around again. They're going to hit this pod. And you watch the pilot come to the same realization and struggle to get out of the cockpit. And you watch the pit crew run towards him, trying to get repairs done, and then run away as they hear the rumble of more pod racers returning. And suddenly, instead of being in the stands, you're in the cockpit, desperately struggling to get it open, desperately trying to get away. And as the first pod racer hits the pod that you sabotaged, you hear the scream of crumpling metal and shattering glass, and you wake up. That was a shitty dream. I like to think that Ashka operates frequently on uh, the repression mechanic. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. She wakes up very shaken up and probably a little sick to her stomach. Okay. Uh, give me a perception test, please. Okay. With one success, um, you can hear somebody moving around uh, elsewhere in the ship. Is it like morning or the middle of the night? You can't tell. I mean, you're inside of a ship. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> um, all right. I mean, I'm not, I'm not eager to go back to sleep. Mm. So I'll get up and I'll go see who's up and what's up. And if it's morning yet, if I can have an excuse to stay up. Okay. Uh, you get up, um, you hear somebody shuffling around uh, in the cockpit. Um, it is actually VC20. Uh, he does not seem to be looking at you at the moment. Um, however, with the success of your perception roll, you see something blinking on the console behind him. Do you, Can I tell what it is, or do I need to get closer? Uh, getting If you get a little closer, you'll be able to tell. Yeah. Uh, so you come up behind him. It's not clear that he's noticed you just yet. Um, you can see he's actually looking at the uh, communications part of the panel. Um, it's still glowing like it's still glowing blue like you remember the way that the old crt tvs used to like glow a little bit even after they'd been turned off yeah the like holographic lenses kind of doing the same thing it looks like he's just turned off some kind of message um behind him um you can see that the proximity sensor is beep uh there is something nearby outside well unless someone on the ship is now outside that's probably not a good sign <laughs> um so i will 
say, hey, Senator. Um, and just as you say, hey, Senator, uh, you hear the hatch open up. And uh-huh. I'm going to bring everybody back together. Okay. <laughs> It's, I know it's not necessarily something bad, but I'm still just nervous. <laughs> Which, to be fair, I'm a very nervous player in general. I'm always suspicious. Yes, you are. <laughs> That's how you stay alive. It's it true. Is. Also, oh my gosh, I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'm not going to tell anybody, and I want everybody to stay mum for the moment, because you're not going to have time to talk. Um, Celia's okay. not here for some reason. Um, so the situation that you guys are aware of, um, that's actually okay because she's the only person who didn't leave their room. Oh, okay. Um, so VC20, uh, you suddenly realize that Eshka has creeped up behind you uh, on Nimbly Pimbly. Um, whereas uh, Kiyama, as you head outside, um, you can see that there is a, there is another ship that has landed. It's pretty and shiny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like an egg with flaps. Uh huh. It's a very uh, handsome ship. Egg with flaps. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Okay, I see it. Do I recognize this ship in any sort of way? Mm, I'm actually going to just directly say no. Okay, that's fine. That actually makes me feel better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you do see uh, four people who have left the ship. Oh, great. And I actually need you all to initiate. Um, Kiyama is going to get to make a cool roll. Uh, everybody else is going to get to make vigilance. I will say I haven't left my room yet. Should I be initiating? Yes. Okay. Oh, that is awful. No. You're going to act in initiative even though you don't realize. Okay. Um, I will say as soon as Kiyama sees these people come out, um, like she's on the gangplank, she is in a mood. She Mm -hmm. is not feeling great. She is going to ignite her saber and is just standing there kind of like going for the menace the menace yeah she's in a mood all right so keep Um, in mind again that this is one of those situations where um you're gonna move very abstractly like again palby ship takes up five squares and is like 80 feet long so i'm gonna rule that this time that there are three squares to a range band um okay uh, so if you're next to somebody, you're engaged. If you're within three squares of them, um, you are at short range. Uh, within six is medium range. Within nine is long. Um, if you're using a ranged weapon or the like, or some kind of ranged power, there might be different penalties at different ranges, so on and so forth. You said uh, six squares is medium range? Yes, that's right. Oh, man, we rolled terribly, guys. <laughs> yeah, you really did. Yeah. Um, to be fair... I was asleep. <laughs> you were asleep, and I, I I was not in my right mind. Let's just say that. Ashka okay. goes on 
Uh, 0.1. Mia goes on also 0 0.1. Uh, 0.2, actually, because of that triumph. <laughs> and the senator goes on negative 2. No. Okie dokie. Alright, so, um, as you ignite your saber, Kiyama, uh, you can hear, like, just a snippet of, like, um, some kind of order being shouted. You don't really, you can't really hear much of what it is, but they are going to uh, move up and form a line. Um, can I, mm -hmm. as I see them move, can I get a um, verbal, like, just yell up, guys, we've got company, kind of yell? Uh, on your turn. Uh, on I'm my gonna, turn, okay. Yeah, I'm going to say that all of this is happening pretty quickly. Okay. Um, he is going to move up and he does not have he, he has a gun drawn um, but he doesn't have like a lightsaber or anything. This okay. individual doesn't. Uh, We're going to move to Lumia who is just waking up and is in her room. Okay, I'm still in my room. Great. So I don't know what's going on. So I'm a little drowsy. <laughs> um, so I think I'm going to get a cup of calf. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you wander into uh, the bridge. You're wearing like a big t-shirt and bunny slippers. Yes. <laughs> and you see that the hatch is open, and at the bottom of it is Kiyama with her lightsaber lit, and beyond is a howling storm in which you can probably just see the lead figure of this group. Okay, I'm not going to get calf. Uh. But if I'm only in a big t-shirt, do I have my blaster with me? Probably not. I mean, I can't okay, imagine it's so standard practice for you to walk around the ship with your that's, gun. That's what I was thinking, but I just wanted to be sure. So I'm actually going to like turn on my heel uh, mm. and like sprint back to my room to get my blaster. Okay. Uh, we'll say that that is your turn. That sounds like my turn. Okay. Uh, Eshka, you, the, the senator has just turned to face you, and the, the proximity sensor that was chirping before uh, has now sprung into a full-on alarm, and you can hear Palpy Ship's voice saying, Organic number one, organic number three has drawn a weapon. I would like to head to the hatch, but I don't want to just, like, barrel down there, mm -hmm. I would like to be, uh, you know, reasonably cautious. Okay. So I do that. All right. Are you getting any uh, items first, or are you just going to the hatch? Um, my idea was to go see what was going on, but probably a good idea to grab. You know what? I'm a practical kitty cat. I'm gonna scurry back to my bunk, grab my backpack and my blaster okay. <laughs> because I do not want to lose my tools again. <laughs> All right. So you have your backpack and your blaster on and you're going to be yeah. right there. That's what we will yeah, say. And then I'm heading on back down to the hatch. Uh, VC 20, you hear the alarm as well. And you also hear ship's declaration. I mean, you're also in the cockpit. What is your next move? Um, I guess I'm going to go pick up the brass knuckles that I keep in my bedside table. Okay. And um, put, on your, put on your kick-ass leather jacket. Put on my leather jacket and uh, then pick up all the stim packs and so forth. <laughs> okay. That, uh, oh I feel like may become relevant soon. Okay. Kick-ass. 
I uh, love we'll, him so much. We'll, we'll say you wind up right there. Uh, Kiyama, you can hear an alarm sounding behind you. Okay. She's going to step forward then. Okay. Um, how many squares did you say is a movement? Is a full movement? Three. Three. Yeah. Okay. So you can, similar to like D&D, you can spend your whole turn moving if you want. Um, three squares is like what turn in action and kind yeah. of thing. okay no yeah i'm going to and what did you say for range stuff was how many squares same thing so the the abstraction is that like three squares is what you call a range band mm-hmm. um, oh, which is okay. like where penalties for ranged weapons change or the but it's also like the amount that you can move with a maneuver in a gotcha turn. gotcha 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 okay cool um Actually, no, she's feeling bold. She's going to come down here. Okay. And so you're like she- coming down this broad set of uh, steps. Yes. Uh, Kiyama, it is pretty icy. Okay. Can you give me, please, coordination? That's what I want. Oh, I don't have that. <laughs> not you sure, not athletics. <laughs> I'm positive, not athletics. Uh, you fall Ooh. on your ass. Uh, oh, of course I do. <laughs> so you are going to lose. Um, you were going to lose the rest of your movement for this turn. That's fine. I didn't want to move any further. I just wanted to get there. <laughs> there's going to be um, there's going to be obstacles if you want to attack from that position, and bonuses to anyone who attacks you. So I can't stand up. Uh, you can. Um, be, it'll just prohibit you from like being able to attack this turn. That's fine. I can't really get in range with him anyways, so Okay. So not you, with my lightsaber. So you take a couple of steps forward, slip on the stairs, and get back up for your turn. Pretty much exactly. Um you can hear uh I'm just gonna have them all go together because it's not really relevant right now. Uh you can hear mechanized laughter as uh this figure steps forward and he's going to be on the uh the bottom few steps and he he draws closer not seeming to fear uh your blade at all uh they're dressed in like green and gray armor not of any design that you're particularly familiar with like a domed helmet uh with two uh like wrap around almost like visors or window looking things uh it 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 kind of looks like a, like a portion of the outer arc of the space needle is is how the mm. front of this helmet looks and with a mechanically uh, like altered voice uh, they say I, I you're probably assuming it's a man or at least they have like they're they're fairly tall in stature um, like over two meters so it, it kind of implies like a like a male physique if they are human. Um, or at least a very unusually tall woman. But in any case, they say, we don't need to come in conflict. We're just here for the Bothan. Interesting. Not what I was expecting. Nope. And Kiyama's just going to turn and look behind, back behind her shoulder up the gangplank. <laughs> <laughs> at, like, the top, what? <laughs> at the top of the gangplank is Eshka looking like a gremlin with her blaster <laughs> and her backpack. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I am surprised. Kiyama is not, that is not what she was expecting at all. <laughs> She's a little like, okay. Uh, and, you know, like, af- as you look back, the individual says, We're even willing to share some of the spoils, but we're not leaving here without that bothan. Kiyama's mind is the math meme, like, 
<laughs> reward? What is happening? Like, I think this is not making sense. Uh, Mia. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Um, uh, so you're in your big t-shirt and your bunny slippers, but you've got your blaster now. Um, I probably, I, I definitely pause for like two seconds. Be like, should I put on pants? Pants. No, no time for pants. <laughs> okay. uh, <laughs> and I uh, run back out towards the gangplank. Okay. Um, I mean, the, the squares count even inside Palpy Ship, so you can get to here, like not too far behind Kiyama if you want to. Yeah, and I think that I'm going to get as close. Well, so it's cold, um, and mm-hmm. I'm not wearing pants, and I'm only wearing a t-shirt. <laughs> Did she see me fall on my ass and know that it's icy? <laughs> no, she definitely doesn't. Do I need to do a coordination check? Uh, it depends. Uh, put yourself where you'd like to go. Uh, let me. Let me. Okay, I want to be like here. Okay. Yeah, if you're going to hit the top of the stairs, you're going to need to make a coordination check as well. <laughs> okay, here we go, kids. I'm imposing extra obstacle because of your bunny slippers. Thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. Is it ready? Yes. Coordination, okay. please. Okay. You're just fine. <gasps> oh, good. <laughs> Lumia, Lumia is, uh, is a very coordinated woman, but you can see that uh, I, I imagine that there has to be some amount of currency in combat rounds just because they, like... You can't all just be kind of like standing there in stasis while waiting, like patiently waiting for your enemies to like take a swing at you. So I'd imagine that as you run up, you hear, you know, like the the end of this, like we just want, you know that they're just here for the Bothan. Um, more specifically that they're, they're willing to split in the spoils. Um, what are you going to do for your action, Mia? Um, I am going to... Uh, shout, you're not taking her anywhere. Okay. Are you trying to make an intimidation? Are you, um, she's trying to be a skywalker. I'm trying to be a skywalker. I'm not, I'm, I'm just, I'm making a statement of fact. Uh, I'm not trying to have, I, I definitely don't think it's of it as intimidation. It might be like charisma if that is uh, a thing. Uh, if you're not trying to be intimidating, but you are trying to wield the force of your personality, mm-hmm. that sounds like leadership to me. So okay. I'll make a leadership test for you. Th- that would be lovely. Thank you. You're definitely not negotiating. Definitely not negotiating. Okay. And I'm definitely um, not rolling well, even when Brian is rolling for me. Uh, so that is one failure and... Uh, to threat. Uh, I'm going to tax you a strain for that because you realize that you are trying to bluster and bluff uh, with this blizzard like cutting through you and the bounty hunter for that's certainly what they are uh, begins laughing in their mechanized voice. Eshka. Hello. Um, hi. Hi. <laughs> I am going to stand at the top of the ramp for half a second in uh, a freeze of panic. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to yell, boy, Kiyama, it's a great time for a a joyride. Come on. (laughs) All right. Um, Eshka, you know who this person is. I had a feeling. Yeah. Um, why is it that whenever I say I, that you know who somebody is, like nobody ever, nobody ever gets good news <laughs> with that phrase? Because it's Star Wars. Yeah, that's true. I'm sorry, it's space battles. Yeah. <laughs> to be uh, fair, 
I mine wasn't terrible news. It just wasn't good news. <laughs> uh, since All right, well, I'm sorry, mine is terrible news. <laughs> Thanks, Eshka. Uh, I have DM'd you that information uh, because until you reveal it, yeah. it doesn't need to be out there in the open. Uh, so what are you actually attempting to try and do? I'm like, hey, get back on the ship and let's fly away very fast. Okay. Because um, you know what? Mia flies like a bat out of hell and that might serve us well at this particular moment in time. Give me a charm roll, Ashka. Okie dokie. Uh, you have rolled absolutely nothing. It is evened out to... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, nobody is convinced by you. Uh, Mia, Kiyama, it is not a good time for a joyride. The hyperdrive is not fixed. You will get shot out of the air. Uh, and this guy, this person uh, in the armor shouts, You can't run forever. We're going to find you eventually. And Kiyama, you are up. That's what he thinks. Okay, so I just heard that exchange. Um... This individual in front of you is getting more belligerent uh, as they shouted that, you know, threat promise at Eshka. Uh, they unslung their weapon, uh, as did their cronies behind them. Oh, I'm attacking. Okay. Full on. <laughs> Good stuff already. Just no, no hesitation. Um, oh, so that's a lightsaber attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, your roll is insane um, <laughs> holy. holy shit that that's is six successes that's what we call muscle <laughs> memory i think because yeah it's gotta be um hang on a second i need to see how that is gonna work wow okay um you slash you you deliver this devastating blow um sparks fly as you cut into this bounty hunter um, removing their left arm below the elbow and digging deep into their torso and uh, they scream um, like a mechanized Wilhelm scream please make sure to like add in a mechanized Wilhelm scream for us that's exactly why I said it actually thank you <laughs> thank you um, that is just channeling all of her Anger and frustration. Feeling anger, frustration. Oh yeah, she's she's feeling it right now, and just kind of, kind of looks at the other three. Like, guess we're doing this. Like, bring it on. Yes, we are. Uh, so yeah, they are gonna open fire. Does that? Did you mean to skip me? Oh no, I'm so sorry. Uh, VC twenty, you were up. Um, I I'm going. I did the same thing to you that I did to Ashka, where I sent your turn to the bottom, but I missed you instead. I apologize. No worries. Um, yeah, so I'm going to kind of put my hand on Eshka's shoulder, say that they're right, we can't run forever, and then try to do some leadershiping. Um, although that may work a little bit less now that uh, Kiyama severed someone's arm. So he initially said there didn't need to be violence if we handed over the Bothan? Yes. Okay, that ship has sailed. Um, also, like... Mia would not let you <laughs> Oh yeah, no, absolutely not handing over the Bothan. But I do want to know what is going on so that we can be prepared to defend Eshka against 
this kind of crap in the future. Yes, true. Um, I guess VC20 is just going to pretend that he did not witness an arm being severed. <laughs> um, well, he didn't, right? Yeah, he was in no, the ship. No, he didn't. He was in yeah, the ship. That's fantastic. That's very convenient for me. This man just never had an arm. The, the smell of ozone and burnt plastic is completely incidental and from an unknown source. Yes. Um, trying to figure out how to phrase this. Um, we are unaware of any bounty on the bottom. Can we discuss who set this bounty and for what cause? Oh, no. Um, so, VC20, you come out into this howling wind, um, probably strong enough to like knock you back and forth on your feet a little bit, and you shout this at this, um, this unfortunately uh, one-and-a-half-armed individual looking to placate. They shout, Shingo the Hut wants her head, and Shingo the Hut's gonna get it, and I'm gonna enjoy every second of it now, you son of a bitch. Uh, and their cronies are gonna fire. Uh, and that is the second time that VC20 has been very particularly cussed at by bad guys, I just realized. I mean, right now it kind of makes sense. Let's have a chat. <laughs> Don't worry about that stump, it's cauterized. <laughs> You're not gonna bleed out, what are you complaining about? Uh, first shot uh, is going to be against Kiyama. Um, that is going to hit, unless she wants it to not. I'm going to reflect. Okay. When hit by a ranged attack, suffer three strain to reduce damage by two plus ranks and reflect. Yep. So that would reduce the damage by three. That's right. Um, so normally the damage would be six. Um, so you're going to reduce it by three and then your soak is applied. Awesome. So I take no damage. I, I successfully reflect. Yeah. I don't take any damage. Uh, so, Mia, in front of you, uh, you see Kiyama do something that you've probably seen your brothers do dozens of times before, which is reflect blaster fire. Uh, second shot coming in on Kiyama uh, is actually just going to be a straight up miss. Uh, third shot, this one is coming at VC20. Um, that is also just going to be a miss. Um, they're going to close some distance. Uh, you can see that in addition to their blaster pistols, they have like a, one of them has a just a straight up scimitar on their hip. The other two have what look like shock batons. And this individual is going to brace uh, their heavy rifle against them and just fire it on automatic uh, into the four of you. I would like to point out that that's extremely rude. It is extremely rude. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Ryan. For those listening at home, the GM just rolled seven successes. We thought we had seen the most, and yet we were wrong. Um, so the she way. Didn't, she didn't use a dark side point for that. I'm actually going to. That's going to be. No! Uh, that's going to be uh, critical. Oh my god. Um, so the way that that is going to work is... Okay, so basically I can allocate um, additional hits to other individuals. Um, so each one of you is going to get a hit. Each one of you is going to get a hit. And Eshka, Mia, and Kiyama 
are all going to get critical hits. Oh, what if I use reflect on that? That's just going to make it not a critical hit. <laughs> that's just going to reduce the damage that you're going to take. I'll, okay, I'll take that. Each of you is going to take 16 points of damage. Ooh. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Uh, oh, I will. Wait, that's uh, V22. So what happens? Um, oh, no. Purely v- theoretically. V- VC20, you're only going to take 13. Okay, I'm. Uh... Remember that this is all before Soak, folks. Three. Yes. Um, so, cool. Eshka's unconsciousified. Okay. Does anybody have any new emergent conditions that they also need to tell me about? I am looking rough. Like, really rough. If um, I did not have that leather jacket, I'd be dead. I mean, you said 16 points? You, with a critical, are going to get six, are going to take 16, yes. 16? Yes. Okay, so I'm just doing mental math. Mm-hmm. So he's got an ability that lets him do, in addition to critical hit effects, he does extra damage on critical hits. Okay. And he's using auto-fire to spend a hit to get a critical instead. Um, so those of you who received a critical, uh, which is... Eshka, Mia, and Kiyama, can you all roll me a die 100, please? Sure. And which one of these was the ones who rolled the, who had the automatic? This guy, right in front of you. He has one arm and he was able to do that? Mm-hmm. Okay, well. I have this difficulty. Don't worry. Uh-huh. Sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Okay. Going to take off his other arm now. I mean, that would be wise, yes. Uh, So I'm going to add 20 to each of those, uh, and then your durable subtracts 10. Lumia has, in effect, a 35 on this result, uh, which means she is stunned uh, by the impact and the damage. Um, She is going to be unable to act next round, Um, but that is all. Uh, You are also muted, Seals. I don't know if you've been saying stuff and... I assume yeah, you've been yelling. I, I assume been. you've been yelling at me. I've been yelling at you. I'm also unconscious. Um, yes. Like okay. I'm. I'm. It doesn't matter whether or not I've been stunned. I'm unconscious. Okay. I was yelling at you, by the way, a lot. I figured. Um, it's a shame the folks at home missed out on that. I know they'll have to. I'm sure you'll give them ample opportunity for me to yell at you another time. <laughs> uh, Eshka, you have received what is classified as a fearsome wound. You are frightened by the person who's given you the wound. Uh, the difficulty of all your presence and willpower checks until the end of the encounter has been raised, uh, but you are also unconscious, for what that's worth. Uh, so, at the moment, it doesn't yeah, matter. It does not. Uh, Kiyama, uh, you are slightly dazed. Uh, you <clears throat> you are a little bit staggered by the damage. Uh, you are going to add a... Uh, I'm going to add an obstacle to all of your skill checks until the end of the encounter. Okay. So... I think that that is going to be it for the night. As always, we've been glad to have you. If you enjoyed, tell some friends. You can always find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most platforms generally. Plus, we're on Twitter at Space Battles Pod. Yay! This has been a very exciting night. (laughs) Oh, I bet. Yes. I I, I do want to... I'm so... You're just a devious man for not letting us know what happened in anyone else's death session. Oh my god, I know. make us wait? Yeah.
that's why I like whenever, so like the way she describes Mercury being in retrograde, it's not like everything's terrible. It's more like everything's a little haywire right now. And that's very, very right now how it feels. So, and Brian is sitting here going, why did I let Celia open her mouth? So how I long is up. Mercury in retrograde? Like 16 years, 30? It comes out in retrograde on November 3rd. Ew. Oh, God. Oh, God. 